Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Glimpses, a CFAT podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Corson, and I'm glad to have you with me here today. So we're going to be talking a little bit about my testimony and why we're wanting to do Glimpses. Uh, This is something that is very personal for me, and it is something I'm excited to share. So sit back, relax, and let's have a good time. So, Glimpses. This is something that I've wanted to do for a while. Um, I find that stories are such an important part of our lives. We look back and even as you know, believers in Christ, we look and we are, I've heard it recently, I love this saying that we are apprentices to Jesus, that we are to follow his teachings and his ways you know, like disciples, yes, but even more so in our lingo today and our terminology, just defining it as apprentices, someone that we should look to follow what they do and begin to look more like them. And so as I do this, I see how does Jesus teach? What does he use? Well, he uses stories. Stories is how he relays a lot of these complex messages and, you know, teachings. And for me growing up, I really resonated with this. This is something that I, a lot of the folks around me, I've had some very godly people around me, and their stories and all the the missionaries who have come through CFAT, so many of these have really formed who I am today. And I really wanted to be able to share that with folks, and uh, I felt like this was the proper way to do that. So my story and how I got where I'm at and why we're doing what we're doing. So... um, for me, how I got to where we're at today is I, from a young age, hearing, like I'm saying, these stories of my grandparents and my parents and all those folks around me, I, I knew one thing for sure, and that was that I could not do this alone, uh, that I'm not perfect, and that I remembered praying the, the prayer that so many of us are familiar with, you know, the Lord's Prayer, you know, our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I got to that part, and I remembered this, and this is something that's really just um, has been a major part of my life, this idea of, Lord, let your will be done in my life. You know, good or bad, I'm going to follow you. So that's what I did. I, I remember being in sixth grade, and we're going through our graduation and moving into middle school and the next stage of life there. Um, not that big of a jump, but they were, I remember them asking at this little ceremony, ceremony here, um, Josiah, what is it that you want to be when, when you grow up? They were asking all the kids, and there was a little PowerPoint for everything. And I remember not having an answer, but I was okay with that. I remember saying, Lord, whatever you have for my life, I'm open to it, whatever that is. So that's what I said to them. I said, hey, you know, write it down, whatever God's will is for my life. And I meant that. I really did. But moving forward, that's fine and all when you're in sixth grade moving into seventh grade. But once you get into high school and you start giving that answer, they're like, oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. But where do you think that's leading you? Like, what exactly? Like, you got to have an answer. You can't say that, you know, forever. What's your answer? So I turned to a lot of my family and I looked to, for help. And I ultimately, my, my mother, who is absolutely amazing, I love her. A part of my history is I am extremely dyslexic. Um, and a part of that and a part of that issue 
was she spent so much of her time for me and being a child pouring into helping me and learning and teaching me how to read, learning ways to better educate someone who is dyslexic and all these things. And she's just been an amazing mother, an amazing uh, teacher for me. And so going to her and talking with her, uh, this was something I really wanted to pray about. And she was really the one who pushed a lot of that out of me, like, we should pray about this, Josiah. And so with her and a lot of my family, I remember in my 11th grade year, we really poured into, okay, let's give this over to God. We've been saying since I was young, you know, Lord, let your will be done in my life. So I hand it over to you now as well. Whatever you have for me, I'm open. Wherever that is, I'll go. Open the doors, and I'll go into them. And I prayed for a while. Um, not as long as many others do, but for several weeks, I we continued this prayer every day. And I remember exactly when he did answer. Because we it was 11th grade. Um, I went to a small private school, Facts, and we had a really good basketball team. And we never won um, state tournament before. We never gone all the way, and we wanted to. This was going to be the year we were going to do it. We had the best team we've had, in, you know, perhaps ever, and we had some really good players. And this was going to be the year. And we made it all the way to the final, and we lost by a few points. And it was just absolutely heartbreaking. This was something that we all just felt in our bones. We were going to win. This was going to do it, but we didn't. And going into the next year, like, I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, man, this was, these were the guys that we fought through and bled with. Like, I wanted it to be here and now, but it didn't happen. And I remember going to bed that night, just absolutely devastated. We all were, who were a part of that. Um, But I continued to say that prayer, Lord, I trust you. Let your will be done. And I remember the next day waking up getting ready to go to church. I almost didn't want to go because, you know, that was a big loss. I I didn't really feel like doing much of anything. But, you know, we got up and I, I felt a, a peace about it. I felt something different inside of me. I'm like, okay, we can, you know, I, I do want to go. There's something in store today. So we ended up going to church and <clears throat> we, uh, we get there, and I remember after the service, the I just had this peace about me. And the pastor came up to me, and he says, Josiah, I don't know what it is, but I really feel like the Lord's leading me to tell you this. You know, I, I really felt like he is leading you towards a role of speaking and, and working with people. Um, and ultimately, that in my heart, I knew that it was CFAT. This was something that, in my mind, I thought about, but I never completely opened myself up to that. It was something that even my father was hesitant to say, like, this is not always an easy life, and I want what's, you know, what's best for my boy, and this, I don't know if this is going to be it, you know, go and look at a lot of other options before you say CFAT, uh, be sure, but after this day, I knew, like, this was the direction that God was leading me. My pastor talked to me, and I'm like, I, I'm really feeling this. From there, though, my mother also, unrelated, came to me and pretty much poured the same thing into me, really reassuring and knowing that this was indeed from God. So I had this peace, and I had these two important figures in my life coming to me, and I knew that this was the direction I needed to go. Um, I was always, you know, like I said, always praying, Lord, let your will be done, whatever that is. And then I asked, open the doors, show me the direction you want me to go. I remember the, the same pastor that I was going to that, that opened this, that helped and, and let the Lord speak through him to me. 
Um, he had a, a sermon one time, and I loved it. It was a prayer I had that day. Um, he says, quite often in life, God is not, he's not completely hiding from you, but it's like a father playing hide-and-seek with a young child where he might hide behind the curtains, but his feet are always sticking out, that God is always there in the highs and lows. He is with you. It might not always feel like it, but quite often that's because we're a scared child running around and screaming, where are you, Dad? Where are you? Not taking time to slow down, breathe, and look around because he is always there. And that's what I asked for that day. Lord, I need you to reveal your feet to me. Something, a very simple prayer. I remember that simple little, you know, almost comical, show your feet, God, I need to see them. And he answered that day. And I never looked back. I kept moving forward. I said, all right, this is your will, Lord. I'm going to chase after it. Whatever, like, I'm, I got to wait. Let's go. Um, I am definitely one where I, if I get into something, I am 110% into it. I am not stopping. I am going. I am spending way too much money on this new hobby. I am now going and climbing whatever this is. If I'm into it, there's not, there's no stopping me. And I was, I was in, uh, and I decided, all right, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do all this stuff. I know my direction. I'm going so I can make myself better for this job. I am putting all myself into this. So that's what I did. I went and I went to school and I studied and I knew that I needed to um, look into the biblical side of it as well. I went to school looking uh, for the business side of it, but then also started going more and more into the biblical side of it as well. And it ended up uh, becoming a youth pastor at the same school that I went to for a short period of time. And at the same time, I began to work part-time with CFAT. And this was when I, I've always said when I was at CFAT, whatever, I know this is where I need to be. Whatever CFAT needs, I'll do it. That is me holding a weed eater, then put a weed eater in my hands and let's go. If it's me going and speaking to a group, then, you know, put me there. Wherever it is, I'll do it. So that's what I did. I uh, started working youth pastoring, you know, finishing up school all those things, and uh, eventually 2019 comes around, and I knew that, you know, I was called to was to be at CFAT, and I really wanted to pour all my energy into that, so I transitioned full-time over here at CFAT. I was in working a little bit in the summer and things like that, but now it's, all right, let's go. We're in this all the way with CFAT. And this is where the story, as you can, if you know what's going on and you're doing the math, then it's like, all right, well, 2020 is right around the corner. And that's what happened. I have been planning since 2014, going to school and doing all these things just so I can be at CFAT and I can do whatever it is he'd have me to do. And then as soon as I get in there and I begin walking in it and I had a good group of people around me at CFAT, COVID hits. And this is just a good reminder <clears throat> for all of us, you know, that we so often feel like even when God has opened the doors for us and led us in, in, into a lot of these places, and he doesn't always do what he did for me. That is a very important note that uh, it was very special that God was able to, you know, actually open these doors and tell me through so many folks around. But I do want to encourage all of us the power of prayer and how important that is in our lives. I feel like quite often we don't do that. And I want to remind us there is power behind that. But at the same time, sometimes that, op that option's up to us and we, God allows us to work and he guides us through, you know, those around us, but we don't always hear that audible, hey, you should go and do this. Um, 
So it was very special to me that that did happen, but also the expectation is there. It doesn't always happen that way, but that doesn't mean we should not pray over it because it will be answered in other ways. It is trusting God and he is there. He's got you. Um, continuing though, I, with that, I knew he had me and I'm like, all right, I got it. And so then I started putting my own plans down. I started deciding what I wanted to do. And I'm like, all right, we're at CFAT. This is how this is supposed to go. He promised this and here I am. And so I had all these expectations and then I feel like it was God. Like, hey, 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 remember, let your will be done. You know, it's my will. And I was so, for a long time, I was like, man, this was, I was really angry to a certain degree. I'm like, I thought we were going to have, I had some of my closest friends working here at the time, you know, Colin Campbell, just love that man. And we were all here and it was great. Had another group of people around and now we're completely alone at CFAP. It's a beautiful place to be alone at if you've ever been out here, but we are alone. You know, everyone's back home and there's a handful of people on the campus and what in the world is going on? What are we doing? And it was a the time that I needed. It was a time I needed to grow and to learn more. And I thank God for that time. But I want to say it again. It's a good reminder that even though we're walking in this, that we're trusting in him no matter what. Things might go a little bit different. Things might, you know, we were all turned around come COVID. But just remember that God is in control. He is the king. He is the Lord. And we are called to be servants and to follow him. And, to, you know, no matter what, he's the king. And whatever circumstance we're in, give him the glory. Humble ourselves. Be a servant. Serve those around us. And how we, as we say here, share God's love in a practical way. And so that's what we did. We, uh, I, I love it. There's a, a great book, uh, Garden City by John Mark Comer. I love that book. And he writes in it, and you hear this a few other places as well, but I, I love this mindset that, you know, going back even all the way to Genesis, that we are, we were created to be partners alongside God, to work alongside him. You know, he created this world, and tr- originally we were there with him, and we were going to get to create and to build and it was going to be a beautiful thing. But we decided we took that what we wanted to be God. We wanted to be king. We wanted to be Lord and decide what was right and wrong. And the Old Testament is just showing where we have failed over and over and over again to the point where, where we're at right now. Well, of course, we then have Jesus who comes and radically changes all of that. But the beauty behind it and what I'm getting at is in the beginning, we are called to work alongside him and give him glory in all that we're doing. And that continues today, that all we're doing, all that we're working towards, we are to give him glory and to continue to be partners with him even now. So whatever it is that we're doing, we need to remind ourselves, he is king, he is Lord. We can't do it by ourselves. Let his will be done in our lives. Chase after that. Be partners with him. He has given each one of us gifts for a reason. Let's use them to bring him glory. So that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. We hit COVID. I had a lot of learning to do. I, and he gave me that time during that. We were able to grow and build things that we would not have otherwise uh, if it wasn't for COVID. So we learned and here we are now. We are back to this time where we're getting back into the swing of things and God has done just a tremendous amount in my life and 
I know it's not the, the craziest testimony out there, but it is what he's done in my life, and I'm, I'm glad to be able to share it with everybody. And so now we can continue to use this gift, and I, I don't want to be able to. That's why I'm so passionate about these stories is it's so much that, that where I've to get to the point where I said, Lord, let your will be done in my life, to get to that point where I'm willing to say, you know, I'm, I'm going to do whatever you have for me. And to be able to be open for that prayer so that when I did hear those answers, a lot of what got me to that were these testimonies of the people around me. And that's why I want to share this. That's why during this COVID time, we had these ideas of what if we start recording these stories? What if we start sharing these with people? And here we are today. Now we get to talk to my grandmother and record her stories, to record some of our friends who come through, uh, like Angel, who we've already shared his story So, again, my encouragement for all of you is there might be times where you might be going through them now where you're saying, God, where are you? I need to see you. Take time, slow down, and just ask him, Lord, I I need to see even your feet. I I don't know what's going on. I want your will to be done in my life. Let me see it because he's there. He's there. I've heard it put before and I love it. God is like the sun, right? That he is holy and set apart that we can know. I believe it's C.S. Lewis. We can know that he is there, not because we can look up and, and see the sun, but we can see what the sun is doing. We can see the growth happening around the trees growing, the plants growing, the warmth from the sun. We know the sun is real, not even by looking at it, by seeing what it's doing around us. And that is the same with God. If we take time, slow down, we can begin to see some of these things happening around us. And other ones of us, we do need to just ask that question, Lord, let your will be done. We are fighting that original working alongside God. We're still trying to define right and wrong for ourselves and doing what it is we want to do. Well, a reminder, we can't do it by ourselves. We just can't. We need him. We need him. He, we are the branches and he is the vine. We need to be rooted in him. Without him, we cannot do anything. So, Be rooted in him. Trust in him. He's going to be there for you. I'm also reminded of the last thing, and I've been loving it as well. You know, we we hear my my yoke is easy and my burden is light has been a big thing that has been on my heart lately. And as as I've heard it put, a yoke is a tool made for work. It is a working instrument. He's saying, not my vacations are short or my vacations are long and my day off is those are great no he's saying my yoke is easy and my burdens are light there's still going to be hard days ahead but with me i'm there i'll make them bearable i love you and i care for you and i'm not going anywhere so let's trust in him let's know he is the way Let your will be done, Lord, and he'll be there. That's my testimony. That is why I am here, and I am, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to try to keep this one, try to keep it short. Uh, (laughs) Don't want to talk too much. If you know anything about the Corsons, we tend to talk way too much, or at least my little group of them, at least. But thank you so much for listening. A few things I want to add before we go. First, uh, we're getting close to 
uh, Giving Tuesday. So if you really are thinking about supporting us and want to be a part of that, this is an awesome opportunity for that. We're going to have a lot of folks who are going to help match a lot of the giving and all of the funds that come through. So think about it. You give a little bit, it gets to be doubled. You're making a huge impact here with us, and this is a big day for CFAT, and it really supports us throughout the year. So if you want to help, that's going to be on November 29th. If you want to uh, give a little or give a lot, that would be an awesome opportunity for that. Um, So thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it, and we really hope that you have a blessed day. Thank you so much.